Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet actor, speaker, and goodwill ambassador Gare Duane, advocate and activist Aaron Brockovich, and journalist Matthew Iglesias. Enjoy. Hi, this is Gare Duane, author of Walk Toward the Rising Sun. I wrote my book because I have this idea all my life and it was almost taken over. And I was inspired by the education of the refugees. And if I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that would be meticulousness. I realized that I had trouble pronouncing claustrophobic. 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 Okay. Claustrophobic. <laughs> Honestly, that's not even one word that I had trouble. I could pick another one. Eurydite. I'm proud that uh, I was able to pull walk toward the rising sun. And I'm excited that the listeners will hear my tone and my emotions. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Danny Glover. He had a strong voice. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Out of My Mind by Alan Arkin. Alan had a unique voice, and the way he pronounced everything perfectly is my wish to do that. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is sometimes underground. Sometimes taking long-distance walk to a park. Sometimes when I'm making food. And early in the morning when I'm waking up to make a coffee. And now, listen to a clip for my audiobook. I was about six years old when I sat in a dirt clearing of Lit Village Center in 1983 or 84, amidst of a few hundred other villages, frozen in silence, watching my mother's younger brother, too, lay his full six-foot-six-inch frame down in the dirt. The wind whooshed through the high grass, sorghum, maize, and tobacco on our subsistence farm, which surrounded our mud huts and cattle in a distance. This is Aaron Brockovich. Oh my gosh, where would I begin to tell you about my book and what inspired me to write it? It is 20 plus years of working in the environment and around water and mostly in and out of communities and seeing that hesitation within the community that they can't rise up, that they can't understand science or run for office or be involved. And I just always felt that they didn't know that they weren't alone, that there was other communities and moms and people that felt that way. And they couldn't really see necessarily the impact or the bigger picture of what was really happening. And the best way to do that and to not simply, because the book isn't simple, but Water and these issues are not a soundbite. They're a story. And if we don't understand what's happening, we don't always 
activate and rise up. And the book was a really, oh my gosh, the book in a way was a relief for me to get all of this information out of my head and into my book that could help others understand and find ways to rise up and a guide, if you will, and tools. Because you know what? Superman's not coming and I'm not superwoman and I need you and we need each other. And I hope that this book gives you that support, that permission and that confidence that you can go out and start with yourself, your family, your community, and rise up and be a part of a change that can affect the entire nation, if not the entire planet, because water is life. And without it, well, there would be no us. So all of these things helped inspire me to want to put it all into one place that you could read and close a book and go, you know what? I'm going to get out there and go do it too. One word to describe doing the audio on my book, mm, I don't think it could be one thing. First of all, see, I came into this situation, oh, I could do the audio on my book. This is going to be great. Humbling. Humbling would be the word that I am searching for. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Pronunciations would be another word that I would say. I would tell you perfluorooctanoic would be just one word. I mean, I think there was days that I'm like, am I illiterate? What? I mean, it is one thing to read a book and say it to yourself and hear it in your head. It's another thing to say it out loud. So what I anticipated that might be fun and easy turned out to be mm, very stressful and a real learning experience. At the end of the day, my brain hurt. <laughs> oh my gosh, is there a word or phrase I didn't know how to pronounce? First of all, I'd always gone around with the perfluorococatonic acid and I found out how embarrassing for me. I'd been pronouncing it wrong. Perfluorooctanoic. Ooh, and it took me a while. I don't know why I had a difficult time explaining or saying, not explaining, our Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch's name. And I got it at the end, so I can drop a lot of its and itch and is and s and d's. So, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm ever going to speak the same. What I'm most excited about is that I hope they hear in places my passion because I want them to rise up. I am your biggest cheerleader for those reading the book, and I hope that you can hear those moments in narrating the book through my own voice because it's daunting, but it's exciting. It's, you know, it's like a football game, and you know, you may get pushed back five yards, but you don't throw the ball down and walk out the field. You pick it up, and you could go run and pick up 30 yards, and it is contagious and empowering to believe in yourself, and I can't think of anything better to fight for truly than water, which we are in his life. So I hope in narrating the book, you don't necessarily hear all my frustrations with pronunciations, but you hear that passion. Who would be my dream narrator? Rachel Carson. 
I am still impacted by what we opened the book up with. It's a scary truth. And her talking about man's war on nature is inevitably a war upon ourselves and that we can't control the mastery or the outcome of nature, but rather the mastery of ourselves. We've got to stop this fight with nature. I don't think we're going to win it. And I really wish I could hear her voice and her passion in this book. And I can hear her passion in her books and Silent Spring. And she was really ahead of her time. Rachel Carson. And now listen to a clip from the audiobook. Let's get one thing straight. I'm not a troublemaker. I'm an advocate. I've shown up to community after community across the country for more than 20 years because the people who live in these towns invite me. I get hundreds of emails every single day, and what they say boils down to two little words, help me. People across this country and the world are scared. This is Matthew Iglesias, author of One Billion Americans. Like a lot of people, I was surprised by Donald Trump's success in politics, and it got me to thinking a lot about the themes of his campaign and making America great, and what were my own thoughts on what national greatness really amounts to and where it comes from. And that turned out to lead to a a whole series of thoughts about all kinds of different policy questions, and eventually it turned into a book. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be stressful. Why? It's tough to read a finished product knowing that you can't tweak it anymore and look back on parts and say, oh, you know, I wish I maybe changed that a little bit and whatever else. I've never done an audiobook before. I've been working in the same field for about 16, 17 years now, so it's exciting to take on a new challenge, but I also worried a lot about it, but I was really proud to have it done in the end. I realized I had trouble pronouncing a lot of different people's names, but the really funny thing I learned was that I had apparently been mispronouncing the word consequently for years and years. It seems like a simple, fairly common word, but I got it wrong, got it corrected for the audiobook, and now I know going forward. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Sigourney Weaver. She did the voiceover for the U.S. version of Planet Earth, which is one of my favorite documentaries of all time. I mean, she's a great actress all around, but I particularly love that. I would love to see her involved in anything. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was called The Unfolding of Language by Guy Deutscher. It's about the sort of historical evolution of language over time. I love nonfiction. I particularly love nonfiction that's far afield from the stuff I work on personally. Uh, So I've been doing a lot of linguistic stuff lately, and, and that was a great listen. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is when I'm driving. I don't traditionally drive that much, but I had been driving more lately, so I've been listening to more audiobooks, and it turned out to be a really sort of fun part of that process. It's a cool way to learn, a great way to pass the time, and I was really into it. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. The American political system has fallen into a state of torpor and dysfunction driven by, among other things, the absence of a shared sense of purpose. Disagreement and debate are vital in a free society, but it's also useful at times to have common goals, settle the West, beat the Nazis, win the Cold War, goals that structure the disagreements. 
What we've been doing lately isn't so much debating how to proceed as a country as it is simply fighting with one another. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.